Welcome to our Daily Reflection for this Monday, September 11th. And of course, it's 9-11 and we think of that great tragedy and all those who were affected and hurt by that great tragedy. And today, Paul is speaking in his letter to the Colossians about suffering and how that can be redemptive, we can offer it up. And so anybody who is related to all the after effects of 9-11 and then what came out of that with the war in Afghanistan and Iraq, there's a lot of woundedness and a lot of hurt. And um, I just invite you to listen to this reading from Paul in his letter to the Colossians about offering up suffering and that can have a redemptive and a um, we could take that pain and that hurt that came out of malice and evil and offer it up as a sacrificial offering to God and make it redemptive and do something good because that's what Jesus does on the cross. The cross is an act of envy, of violence, of hatred, of, of uh Anger and malice, it's the worst evil ever done to the most innocent person ever who lived. That is Jesus Christ. And yet, Jesus and God's plan made good out of that evil. And uh, that gives us hope in the face of evil today. And so there's a lot of hope for us, even for those of you I know who suffered, whether you're, and I've had people write to me, I know people who are widows from 9-11 and others, you know, God can draw greater good out of it. Offer up that pain. And that suffering. And that's what Paul invites us to do. He says, brothers and sisters, I rejoice in my sufferings. Now, there's a lot of reasons to rejoice, but because of our suffering, right? Now, Paul was falsely accused. He was persecuted. He was stoned. He really suffered whipping and lashes. I mean, almost to the point of death. And yet, Paul can look back at that suffering, intense suffering, and he can rejoice. Why? Well, he goes on, he says, for your sake. Because Paul offers it up for those he serves and ministers to. And so he says, I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake. And in my flesh, right, I am filling up what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ. Now, wait, how can Christ lack any affliction? He he suffered even to the point of death. But Paul's thinking about Christ in a way that we oftentimes don't think about him. Paul thinks about Christ's sufferings in light of the church. Because remember when Paul, on the road to Damascus, has his conversion. And Jesus, the voice from heaven says, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And of course, Saul wasn't persecuting Jesus, right? Jesus has already died and gone to heaven. But Saul, Paul, was persecuting the church. And what Jesus is teaching Paul on the road to Damascus is what you do to the least of my brethren, you do unto me. And so what Paul realizes is that the church is the body of Christ. And just as the head, that is Jesus Christ, went through suffering, false accusation, and ultimately death, the body of Christ, the church, will likewise be conformed to Christ and will likewise go through false accusations, persecution, suffering, and ultimately death for the sake of God. In fact, the great first theologian who was just made a doctor of the church by Pope Francis, St. Irenaeus, talks about how the church will recapitulate, that is, relive and embody the life of Jesus Christ. So in the history of the church, she'll live out the suffering of Jesus in his own life. And so the church will have to fill up what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ. In other words, there's nothing lacking about Christ's suffering. It's just that the church has to fill up a full measure of, as a body, suffering, persecution, trial, and ultimately martyrdom, just as Jesus does. And Paul sees that in his own flesh, he is a member of Christ as the body of Christ, and he is being conformed to Christ. And so he sees that just as Jesus' suffering was redemptive, 
so is the church's suffering, and it conforms us to Christ. And so we can offer that up. In fact, Paul will go on to talk about how he's going to even offer up not only his sufferings, but he offers up the church, that is the Gentiles, to Jesus who offers up us to the Father. And so in all of our sufferings, we can offer them up to the Father through Jesus. And that's what we do at every Mass. At every Mass, the priest offers the sacrifice of Jesus, and we're invited to join that sacrifice as an offering to the Father. So next time you go to Mass, offer up all your sacrifices and all your sufferings and pain to the Father in a sacrifice of love, and you'll make that suffering redemptive and meaningful. So God doesn't want you to waste your suffering. He wants you to offer it up to the Father in love. And that is hopeful. And so think about that today, and may the Lord bless and keep you. To sign up and start receiving these daily reflections in your inbox every day for free, visit form.org daily and enter your email. You can watch these reflections in video format by visiting formed.org. Formed is an online Catholic streaming service created by the Augustan Institute and Ignatius Press with award-winning studies and parish programs, inspiring audio content, movies, ebooks, and family-friendly kids programming. To support the mission of the Augustan Institute, please visit missioncircle.org.